superhero landing. Wait for it. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast with your host, Jim and Chuck. And today is the beginning of the end of 2018, Chuck. Uh, this is our first full preview episode of December as we are wrapping up 2018. We are going to preview the upcoming movies that are coming out with this episode, our Aquaman episode coming up next, Bumblebee following that, and Elseworlds review. That's a big one for us. No, We've never done reviews, yeah. uh, so we'll do a review. And uh, attached to that will be a Young Justice Season 4 preview. And then we're going to go into our normal stuff and then get ready for the new year, which is going to be our year. 2019 uh, is plant shaping. What's the word they say? Um, there's a trending. We're trending up and we're going to take Trending it. upwards. Yeah, we're going to take over 2019 as Active Geek Productions. Not just the podcast, but we're going to be venturing out to new things. But Chuck, um, we're talking Marvel today. Yeah. It feels like a hot minute since we've talked Marvel Comics. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Daredevil Se- season three. Probably. Back in September. That doesn't exist anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, so- we just found out. News broke today, the day we're recording this. This is going to be old news to anybody listening to this. But Daredevil Season 3 is the end of the Netflix Daredevil seasons. It's Rid- over. Ridiculous. Cancels. That joins Defenders, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. Leaving us with Jessica Jones Season 3, Punisher Season 2, which I think are going to be the ends of those characters as well. They're already done, so Netflix can profit out of it. I have two theories, and I alluded to this on our Twitter, ActiveGeek underscore. Number one, and tell me where you think, think, what do you think about this? This is a play for, this is a power play for Netflix to say, you know what? You're already coming out and making your, your Disney Plus app. You already said you're going to remove all your content. The, I think the last thing from Marvel going to Netflix will be Avengers Infinity War on Christmas. We're going to cancel everything that you have. We're going to go out and we're going to, we can't get DC. Maybe we're, we got the Millarverse or the yeah. Millarverse. So we're going to focus on that. We're going to put all our money to make, image great comics or whatever and they got the umbrella academy coming out from dark horse you ever read that you ever heard of it yeah you ever read it no it's weird as shit but it's so good and it's a short read there's only i think there's like 15 episodes it's, or not, issues. it's not comic books but they just put um they signed a deal with roland Dahl. yeah to do all his they're making animated movies of charlie chaka factory matilda that could be cool a whole animated universe i don't think they should make another matilda it's going to be animated. Yeah, but we saw what they did with Shira, or at yeah. least I, at least I saw what they did with Shira. And man, I felt super creepy watching Shira, Princess of Power, by myself. Like I'm cleaning the apartment one day, and I'm like, well, "What can I binge? What's short? Ten episodes of Shira, thirteen episodes of Shira." I put it on. Chelsea comes out. She's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> it, it was like My Little Pony. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, that's theory one. They it's a power play by Netflix saying we already know that when. Disney Plus comes out, you're going to want to take these characters anyway. Yeah. So Netflix cancels it. Marvel takes it to Disney Plus, right? Maybe we'll see it there. Where do you think about that? I agree with the Netflix power play. I don't know if we'll ever see it again. Marvel came out and said that this is not the last time you will see The Man Without Fear. And Wilson Fisk also came out and said, I'll be back. And I think Danny, um, what's his name? Uh, is it not real? Well, yeah, that's who plays... Um, kingpin but um finn jones mike coulter they all said this isn't the end this is the beginning of something new so heroes for hire stuff like that going on to which one disney plus right that's plan one plan two is disney had already known that this was going to happen right and we're going to see the defenders one last time in a flash forward or a cut in avengers 4 and listen listen hear me out they went back and did reshoots Right around the same time, um, two series were canceled. Luke, Luke Cage and, um, and Iron Fist. What if they just brought them in just to show them dissolving in the snap? And that's that's our final goodbye for them. What do you think? That's a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen. Wouldn't that be cool shit, though? Not like it would be cool shit that we see them evaporate and we're like, oh, we're never going to yeah. see Charlie Cox again. Uh, but to see them finally brought on to the yeah. big screen that would be fantastic that's my that's the wildest theory i have and it came to me earlier today so that's where i stand with that either way um i think netflix made a big deci- uh, big mistake oh yeah and uh, i also think that we're gonna see jessica jones and punisher canceled as soon as their seasons are done oh definitely which sucks because the punisher uh, has been fantastic yeah 
Um, big, big fan of that one. And Jessica Jones is, you know, huge. That's one of the biggest cosplays at cons right now is Jessica yeah, Jones. Because it's easy. Yeah, you just go to Express Outlet and you're good to go. Like, you spend 150 bucks, you got your costume. It is what it is. But we're going to talk Marvel, but not Marvel Studios in this episode. We're actually going to be talking Sony Marvel. Yeah. Second time. No, our last time we talked about Marvel was Venom. Yeah. Which brings us to the next chapter of the Sony Spider-Verse, Venom-Verse that they're creating with their, what, 900 characters that they have. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yep. And we've seen the comics go into like Spider Get In, the crossovers of all the spiders come, the spider people, spider things, spiderlings, mm-hmm. we'll call them, um, because they're spider ham. Uh, we see all the spiderlings come over and they interact with each other. And, uh, it seems like that's what's going to happen on the big screen because December 14th, we're, we're getting a new Sony animated movie focusing around a character named Miles Morales. So Chuck, before we get into the episode, we need to talk about who Miles Morales is. And Miles Morales, also known as Kid Arachnid and Spy D, uh, is the Ultimate Universe version of Spider-Man after Peter Parker was killed. The Ultimate Universe is a parallel universe that reimagines Marvel characters, and Morales debuted in Ultimate Fallout number four in 2011. So he is one of the newest yeah. characters to grace the Marvel Comics uh, pages and to grace the big screen. Um, the only one that I can think of, not from Marvel, but um, a newer character that made their debut on a TV show or a um, a movie would be the silencer on Arrow. And silencer came out this past June, yeah. which is crazy. They spawned a uh, silencer spawned out of metal, which is huge. Um, but we're talking about Miles Morales and he was created by Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah, Sarah Bichelli, who is currently working on the fantastic four new series with Dan Slott. And Brian Michael Bendis might be the hardest working comic book oh, writer dude, he's right putting now. Out stuff. Well, he all right. So he leaves Marvel after Jessica Jones ends. Um, he goes to DC to do action comics. Mm-hmm. Then he creates the Jinx World, where he's putting out Scarlet, Cover, Pearl, and Murdering versus America or versus United States. He's working super hard, and it's crazy. Like it shows he's you, doing like Superman too, right? Action comics, and it's crazy to see where like how these teams work. I think he's over in like Washington, Oregon, Pacific Northwest. And Sarah lives in Italy. Wow. And she's over there drawing up her stuff. And like time differences, like how do you get on the same page? Like that's like, we can barely be on the same page and we're up at the same times. And we're 25 minutes from each other. Exactly. And we're never on the same page. But these guys and gals are all the way across the country, different time zones, different countries, and they are crushing it and about to bring, um, and they, they brought us a character who's now about to yeah. get like a, a movie that may revolutionize the way we look at animated superhero movies. So, Chuck, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man Miles Morales? I was never big into him because he was a newer character. And when he came out, I wasn't really reading comics at the time. So he wasn't like I knew who he was, but I wasn't like a huge fan of him. Yeah. I mean, Peter Parker is always my Spider-Man. Yeah. And like once you get to this whole multi- multiverse multi-universes it gets tricky because we see that with supergirl and flash and especially arrow with uh black siren now being yeah. the laurel lance that we know um it's it's different because like you're reading again it's reimagining a character that is beloved like mm-hmm. it, it would be if it's kind of like danielle cage becoming captain america once yeah. steve dies it's it's hard to get the legitimate not legitimate but the the old school comic guys who and gals who sat back and read Captain America number one and went through the trials and tribulations that Steve went through and Spider-Man and to go through all that and seeing, you know, Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy and seeing the deaths and seeing Uncle Ben die thousands of times in movies and seeing the transition of uh, Aunt May going from an old Aunt May to a semi-cute Aunt May to a smoking hot Aunt May. Now we're going to an animated Aunt May. So it's, it's, it's different. I get it. Um, The thing that brought me to, like, I'm not a big Miles Morales fan. I'm not going to towed around that like i'm wearing the miles morales flag like he's my favorite um because again i'm a spider-man peter parker fan yeah i like miles morales because of his suit i think yeah, it's his a suit's pretty bad it's a clean look and bendis and Pacelli said that like he's based off of obama like they created a character like they saw obama and they're like what would obama be like if he was half black half puerto rican and 13 years old and they said boom miles morales and it listen miles morales has kind of 
revitalized the way people look at Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's brought the kids in because it's the first, not the first, but it's the main hero that is uh, representing different races. Yep. You know what I mean? So the kids are like, this is really important to me. He looks like me so I can read these comics. You know, Peter Parker doesn't look like most inner city kids. No. You know, in, back in the 30s, he did. Back in the 40s and 50s, he did, but not now. Like, it's, it's uh, you know, we got the, we call it the melting pot in, yeah. in New York. Um, there's different people there. So it works perfectly to have Miles Morales come in and say, this is what it's like in my world. Clean ass suit. Like, yeah. again, that is a it's, really, really good suit. And Miles Morales really became popular when Donald Glover voiced him. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised we went how long? 11 minutes in before I can mention that Childish Gambino. And there was people like, we want him to play. And then, like, he hit his 30s. I'm like, he's too old. For but him. honestly, back in community days, he could play Miles Morales. Yeah. Uh, because when he was in community, he looked like he was 15. Yeah. Um, not now. No. Uh, he's got that wild fro, big beard. Sometimes he's dressing like that guy, Teddy from Atlanta. Like, you don't want that dressing up as <laughs> Miles Morales. And plus, we have him playing Miles Morales's uncle in a parallel universe we yep. see that he's now aaron davis prowler in uh, spider-man homecoming and potentially may be eyed as the villain for black panther 2 remember that rumor yeah maybe it's prowler maybe uh, infinity wars made him super buff and super talented and he's not getting tricked by young tom holland and he's over in wakanda just tearing shit up i'd be down for it i'd be down for a prowler at mcu for sure yeah definitely. and if donald glover can get superhero big I would love to see that because it gives me hope because he's a geek. But like, you know, I don't know. You can get big buff and be a geek, right? I guess. All right. So what do you think of his abilities? I like him because they, they had to separate him from Peter Parker. Yeah. They couldn't just be like, we're just going to make him the same. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen that in several yeah. sidekick iterations. Uh, look at Kate Bishop, for example. Yeah. She's just a female hall guy. Yeah. It's crazy. So they, they had to. And like his abilities, like ability to cling the surfaces. Okay, Spider-Man does that. Spiders do that. Camouflage? The camouflage is dope. Camouflage is real and, dope. And plus, like, think about this. Like, Peter Parker flying through the nights in New York City in a bright red and blue suit. Yeah. Pretty, uh, out in the open. Yeah. You know, if you have a, like, if Deadshot or Deathstroke were in this universe, like, let's say we amalgamate and Gotham is New York in this, in this argument, Spider-Man, Batman team up, Batman, Deadshot, and Deathstroke really don't see. Spider-Man's got a fucking target on him. Yeah. And of course they're going to see him. That's why they also, I think they made the, the suit black. The camouflage is really cool. You all, like, we've gone through on the podcast, we've gone through like hundreds of superheroes. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever talked as an ability as camouflage. No, nobody. Which is really, really cool. Super sturdy. Yeah. Is he, is he sturdy? He's a, he's 13 year old boy. He's not sturdy. I don't think he's sturdy at all. He's got venom strike and venom blast. Yeah. That's cool too. Makes which, him deadly. Yeah. Totally. Spider sense. Yeah. Precognitive spider sense. <laughs> Wikipedia made to made that huge as it said precognitive. I'm a big fan of uh, the spider sense. It was like I geeked out. I know you did during oh, Infinity yeah. War when uh, I mean, Peter we, finally got it. We've seen it in the trailer. Though. I wish they didn't put it in the trailer. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing about trailers. We talk, I think I talked about this on Galaxy Wars. Like for these big movies, I don't need a trailer. No. But I want it. Like, you know what I mean? I need to. I want to see it so I can talk about it on here. But as a diehard fan, like, I want to save everything for the big screen. You know what I mean? I mean... It's getting the curse of being a podcast. Yeah, de definitely. But he also has web shooters, which, same. Well, you know, he has the mechanical web shooters, different iterations of Peter. He has synthetic stuff. Like, uh, he's adapted to that. Well, in the comics, originally he had the web shooters. Yeah. And I think in um, all of the movies, he had the web shooters as well? Uh, no. Tobey Maguire had. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. You know whose idea that was? Uh, Stanley's. Nope. Sam Raimi. Mm -mm. Toby Maguire's. James Cameron. James. Ugh. Because James Cameron was why, writing. Why are you littering this podcast with the man who created Avatar? <laughs> you're, you're about to go to Pandora. Yes, I am. I don't want none of those pictures. Oh, I'm sending them all to you. I'm getting you t-shirts, oh. stuffed animals. That'll be the last time we record together. If uh, you bring me Avatar shit home. But anyway, um, James Cameron was planning a Spider-Man movie. Back in the early 90s. With Leo, right? With Leo. Okay. And he wrote a treatment for it, and it had the organic web shooters. It's a cool idea. It is. It's a very cool idea. So then when Sam Raimi took it over, he liked that idea and kept it. I was just reading an article, speaking of Sam Raimi, he didn't want Stan Lee to cameo in yeah. those movies. Whew. Big mistake. Huge mistake, because I think they made some of our top tens. 
at least mine did. All right. And then we got the the last thing I'm sure you're about to hit on is the bioelectric threads from his fingers. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's perfect that we're going to see all these abilities in animation. We've seen the camouflage in the trailer. Yeah. And it's so cool. Yeah. Like, it just, I can't wait till we talk about the footage, but I'm super pumped for this movie. Like, from the first trailer, I'm, I'm pumped for it. I can't wait. But the thing about it, about this movie, is it was announced in such a crazy way. Remember in 2014 when Sony was hacked? Yep. And it was like all this crazy shit hit the internet. This hit the internet. And it was like, yeah, there's a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie coming out. It's animated. And like the world imploded. Like they were super excited. And I think that's when the the petition for Donald Glover to be Spider-Man again hit the web. Like we need him back in there. So what do you think about like when they announced it, what was going on in your head that we were getting a Miles Morales animated feature film? I was like, yeah, I... I understand it, and it makes sense because of his popularity. Yeah. And the good thing about it is it's separate from the live action. Yeah. To where they're not saying, you know, all these live action, we got Peter, we got Peter, we got Peter. Yeah. It would have been confusing. I think it would have been really confusing. Now now that Sony gave the – this was before Sony gave the rights back to Spidey, so it would have been super confusing. So they were like, we're going to completely make a separate universe. And with this new hero. And then there Peter's in it, you know? Yeah. So, which is great. Two Peters. Because Peter dies. The yeah. first Peter dies. Like, our, our ultimate Peter dies. Yeah. Then we see 616 Peter jumping through the time warps. Here I am, Jake Johnson. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, at first I was, wasn't thrilled because I'm like, well, I want... Because at the time, we didn't know about Tom Holland. Absolutely. I was like, I want a live action. I don't want to animate it. And you want Peter. I want Peter. Yeah, you didn't want Miles. But I get it. Yeah. Because of the popularity. Mm-hmm. And it does make sense. But at first, I wasn't thrilled. Yeah. And plus, the cultural significance is, is kind of huge for it. The thing about it, for me, like, I was on the same page as you. Like, we've seen, well... I wasn't on the same. I can't say I was on the same page with you. When it came out, we were still having Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like, okay, maybe Amazing Spider-Man 3 can come out. And then this can be separate. It's just like they did in the comics. It's a parallel universe to what they have already created. But then I'm like, oh, well, wait, this is Sony. How are they going to fuck this up? You know what I mean? They're going to make this their universe and forget all about Peter Parker and then we'll never see Peter Parker until he cameos in Miles Morales' movie. Like, I thought they were just abandoning Peter. But the thing about this movie that's important, they also announced that this movie is dedicated to Steve Ditko, who passed away in July, co-creator of Spider-Man. Yep. And possibly now it's got to be also dedicated to Stan Lee, yeah. who also filmed his cameo or recorded his cameo. He can't film it. He's not a cartoon character. Yeah. I mean, although he's created so many. Um I'm super, like, I was excited because it's another superhero that's coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, as a geek, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're getting another superhero. But I'm like, eh, I'll watch it. Like, let me see what it's like because Marvel has been known for not putting out great animation. <sighs> um, it's a testament to our love for DC animation uh, that we've been really against Marvel. Uh, because it's it was more of the anime style. Now lately, I've been gravitating more towards anime stuff. With like Castlevania is anime style, and I think that's super dope. I was on the fence because I was like, let me see what it is. It could either be that Punisher Black Widow anime we saw for Marvel, or it could be Minions. Again, I was worried about like there wasn't an in between for me. And I know it's two different studios, but that it was black and white for me. There was yeah. no gray area, and I'm glad that there now is a gray area because this isn't at either one of them. No. And we'll talk about it in a minute, but. We got to talk about the cast. And like I said, it's in theaters December 14th. It's directed by Bob Parachetti, uh, who is making his directorial debut. He was an animator on The Little Prince that I've talked about on Netflix. It's super cool. Puss in Boots, I know that's your favorite. I've watched that a lot. That's actually your your uh, MMA name, yeah. Puss in Boots. Um, and he's worked on, I believe, Wallace and Gromit and stuff like that. And then we got Peter Ramsey. This is a three-part, this is a three-part director team it's a trio we got peter ramsey from rise of the guardians he directed that and rodney rothman writer of 21 and 22 jump street so we got 
two newbie directors mm -hmm. and one guy who's done like two or three things. What do you think about the directors? Like, were, were you surprised that Lord and Miller didn't take this on to direct it? They were supposed to. Yeah, and then it went to The Flash, and then it went to everything else, and then we realized that Lord and Miller are scary when it yeah. comes to live-action superhero movies. Yeah. Um, but th I think this would have fit perfectly. It would have. But they were they still produced it. They're yeah. still attached to this. Um, and let's go to the cast. We got Shamik Moore, who plays Miles Morales, Haley Steinfeld, um, who plays Gwen Stacy slash Spider Gwen, Mahershala Ali, who plays Aaron Davis Prowler, who's also Miles's uncle, Jake Johnson playing Peter Parker, Lee F. Schreiber playing Wilson Fisk, aka the Kingpin, Brian Tyree Henry playing Jefferson Davis, who's Miles' father, Luna Lauren Velez from Dexter, who plays uh, Rio Mor Morales, Miles' mother, Lily Tomlin, who plays Aunt May, John Mulaney, who plays Spider Ham. A.K.A. Peter Porker. Uh, Kamiko Glenn, who's playing Peeny Parker, A.K.A. SP slash slash DR, Spider. Uh, and then Nicolas Cage playing Spider-Man Noir. What do you think about this cast? The cast is all over the board. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, this is, like, animated movies are known for having diverse and crazy casts. Mm -hmm. But this one is wild. Yeah. Talk to me about it. I mean, you got... Academy Award winners. Yep. With Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I can't believe he won an Academy Award. I watched Mandy. I don't see how he won an Academy Award. We didn't win for that. I know, but I've watched Mandy. That's what he's become. Don't watch Mandy. You'd hate it. Um, But then you got like comedy legends like Lily Tomlin. Yeah. I think that perfect casting for... You think Lily Tomlin is a comedy legend? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite Lily Tomlin movie? Nine to Five. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. All right. Good. Um, I never thought we'd talk about Nine to Five on a podcast. <laughs> well, stranger things happen. Um, and then you have like, com not comedians, but comedic like people with Jake Johnson. Well, Mulaney's a comedian. John, John Mulaney is a comedian. This is his first movie. His first animated? This is his first movie. Really? In general. He's only done stand-up and TV. Really? Yeah. Well, he he was like from SNL, so they don't really. Yeah. Unless you're like Andy Samberg and now Pete Davidson, you're not getting movies. And then uh, Kamiko Lee is from. Wait, Kamiko Glenn. Kamiko Glenn. I'm yeah, sorry. she's from. Um, Orange is uh, New Black. Orange is New Black. She's great in that. Yeah, she's I've, I've seen like three episodes. I've seen every episode with her. She is great in that. And then you got Shamik Moore. I don't know who he is. He's from Dope. I think I'm pretty sure he's from Dope. He is from Dope. Um, but I'd never seen it. Dope was supposed to be like this huge, phenomenal movie. It's on my on my watch list. Um, surprised, honestly, that they didn't go with Donald Glover. I think that would have been a smart move. Not that Shamik's awful. Yeah. Uh, because again, Shamik is a grown man as well. Um, but I think like if you go with Donald Glover, that means you're listening to the fans. Yeah. And that means that all the fans that you listen to are now going to see the movie. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this cast is absolutely crazy. And then Haley Seinfeld, who is, this is her month. Yeah, we've talked about this in our December episode, but she's got this and Bumblebee. Yeah. So she's about to make a lot and of money. both going to be number one movies. No. Doesn't Bumblebee come out the same week as Aquaman? Uh, yeah. Okay. And 21st. Not. Yeah, that's definitely not winning that. No. I, I think Bumblebee's a th number three movie. You I think, think Aqua. Is, I think um, this is going to be two. No, 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 no. This this comes out before. Aquaman. Well, I'm, I'm saying this. This is a number one. This movie. Is number one, and then when Aquaman comes out, this drops to two. No, I think um, Welcome to Marwin for that week for the three movies that come out. I think that Steve Carell movie is going to shock a lot of people with Oscar bait, like you said, it's Oscar bait. And uh, you know, Bumblebee is a big franchise, but I think the people who like Bumblebee are going to see Aquaman. Yeah, and we're going to talk about a lot. A lot of Aquaman next episode. I'm already in my scales. I cannot wait. You're but already drenched. I'm soaking wet. This episode, like this cast, is fantastic. And we've we didn't even talk about Brian Tyree Henry, who has made huge movies, and now he's in Widows, which yeah. got like 92 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and made a lot of money. It didn't make a ton of money, but it made a good amount of money for a movie that pretty much nobody knew about. And you got Liev Schreiber, yeah, who's a monster. I love Lucia. I can't believe he hasn't been welcomed into the Marvel Universe. Maybe he's got like... I mean, he was Sabretooth, but that's, that like, that's what I was going to say. Like, maybe he's got bad taste in his yeah. mouth after that shit. Uh, and maybe further down the line, we're going to see him, but... You know what I can see him? 
Dr. Doom. Thought he would be great. I think I casted him as Dr. Doom in Did you? our fan cast episode. He was definitely on there uh, because I'm a big, I put both Schreiber brothers in there. Yeah, uh, I know. I know you're a big Pablo. Leo and uh, Leev and pa- Pablo. I'm a big fans of all of them. I'm I'm very excited for this. But let's talk about the footage. We've kind of hinted about the footage. We've seen two or three trailers. Uh, I stayed at the end of Venom and watched the first fucking 15 minutes of Spider uh, Spider Man in the Spider Verse that I thought I was getting like more carnage. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is more cartoon. And it's nighttime. Let me watch this again. What do you think of the footage that's been shown? It looks great. I was. It's amazing. Like, we see a lot of characters. Lots of characters, man. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about them too, but so many characters. Yes. And so many different iterations of characters. It's really cool to. They really show you the what the Ultimate Universe is and like how it reimagines everything. I hope they talk about this being the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Because I think a lot of fans are going to be confused. They're going in there and seeing what Green Goblin looks like. And they're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? I thought Dang Dahan was Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> So what else, what else about the footage? I mean, we're going to talk about the animation. Oh, absolutely. It's so crazy. Like, the thing about the, the footage to me is it tells a story immediately. Yeah. Like, that from that first scene with um, Miles and Jefferson, it shows you that this story is a boy who has a strong role model as his mm-hmm. father, right? But can't tell his dad about what he's going through in his superpower. Yeah. So he needs another role model. And that's got to be hard. Like this kid is young. So obviously he's going through puberty. Yeah. So you can talk to dad about puberty, but you have your biological changes and now you have superhuman biological changes. And the first person you get is an overweight kind of deadbeat homeless Spider-Man from another universe as your, your mentor. Kind of, it, it's dangerous, right? So for me, it's like, it's a coming of age story for Miles as a boy. And also a coming of age superhero story yeah. for Miles as Spider Man. So I think it's it's going to be uh, it's going to hit a lot of plot points in this. So like you're going to see the the trouble with adolescence as a boy, and then trouble with adolescence as a superhero. At least I hope hope so because mm-hmm. I want to see like I want to see when he's talk, talking to a villain and his voice changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where he kind of squeaks. He sounds like Peter Brady. But how about the part when he like he tries to get a deep voice when he's yeah. talking to his dad? He'd be like. Love you. I love you, officer. And, it's and, like, and his dad's like, what? When do you, like, do you think at, like, in this movie, Jefferson and Rio are going to figure out that it's Miles? Maybe at the end, maybe Jefferson. I I think, I think Jefferson will at the end, but I think one person is definitely going to know it's Miles, and that's Aaron Davis. I think Prowler figures it out. And I think at the end, we're going to see a twist. We haven't really seen him. Yeah, we have. Whole We've seen tra- a little bit. No, the whole trailer is dedicated to Prowler. I didn't watch that part. Then. Oh, he's like fighting Prowler through the city. It's it's really, really cool. It's- I'm trying to stay away from a lot of trailers. You can't, man. We're watching. We're talking about him on the podcast. No, 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 no. no. I, I mean. You want me to play it? I've seen a couple. Want me to play it on the podcast for you? Yeah, so we can listen. Yeah, to- let's watch it. They've just been putting so much out, and I want to be. Watch the trailers. Don't watch the TV spots. That's my advice. TV spots show a little bit more. Yeah. But watch the first two trailers. And then stop. I, w- I watch. I watched two trailers for Aquaman. They've released four. Yeah, I am not letting that spoil me. And then they in- released a international one I today, that. I and did it not said look like, it. "Hey, you guys want to be spoiled out of this movie? Here's everything. Here's the first thirty-five minutes of the movie." I was like, "Nope, not happening." Yeah, because I already bought advance tickets for Aquaman. The I'm, Amazon Prime. Oh my god, I'm going on like the fifteenth. I can't. I canceled a Christmas party to go to this. Like Chelsea had a work Christmas party. I bought tickets, forgot about it. She's mad at me now because I was like, I got tickets for Aquaman. She's like, we got a Christmas party. I was like, well, I'm going. <laughs> so it was either my dad or Tom was going. I know you're going to be uh, in some kind of weird Disney circle jerk somewhere with, yeah. with in a van. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to be. No, down. I'll be in Disney. You'll be in Disney in Studio Brown. Um, the animation is, is the big thing yeah. for me. Uh, it's 100% different than anything that and I've seen. At first, when I first seen it, I w- didn't know how to take it. Yeah. I know I Tom like, hated it. I think he texted me. And he was like, look at this shit. Or it was on Facebook. He's like, look at this. I don't know how this is going to translate. And after seeing more footage, I was like, it looks like pages of combo. And that's what Lil, uh, Miller and Lord had said. Like, they want you to walk into this movie and this is a comic book to you. It opens up the pages. Like, you're seeing, like, it kind of pan through. You're seeing the word bubbles come up. 
It's 100% a comic book. And you see, it's kind of not pixelated, but like, it looks like the animation dots. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, it kind of looks unfinished, if that's fair to say. Uh, but I, I like it. It's like a new, it's like the comic um, filter on the Apple iPhone. Yeah. Like it just takes you into a comic film. Uh, I read some interesting facts about this uh, animation. So it started with like 42, right? Animators. Then it went to 60. By the time this movie finished, it was 142 animators wow. that worked on this project. And get this. So they made it 10 seconds of footage. We've talked about, I think, in our Wreck-It Ralph movie where I'm like, oh, they can Photoshop Stan Lee in there as yeah. a cameo, right? And I'm like, gosh, that's got to be easy. It took them one year to make 10 seconds of footage. What? Yeah. It's crazy. Could you imagine being an animator and you have one year and you've made – the only progress you've made is casting and 10 seconds of footage. And it's probably like Peter putting on a mask or Miles holding a yeah. burrito or something crazy like that. Holding a burrito. I'm guaranteed he's got to be eating a bodega burrito and it's got to be fucking delicious. Bode- bodega burritos are phenomenal. I mean, you work in a place where bodegas are. Cannon's got a bunch of bodegas. Yeah, but I haven't eaten a burrito from there. Oh, give it a try. You'll love it. I have a cheesesteak. Sit by a bathroom, though. You're going to love it. I work, When I worked in the Bronx for when I was rebuilding stores for a sporting goods company, um, there was a bodega, and I would get all the burritos there. So goddamn good. So good. Oh, I, we can talk about it later. Um, the movie was finally completed in October, Chuck. You know what that marks? Venom came out in October. Yeah. Gives us just enough time to throw that end credit scene. So it's smart. They wanted to show it off. They had their trailer. And they say, you know what? Venom's going out there. Let's throw this at the end and see what the reaction is. And the reaction was, well, mm-hmm. like a lot of people uh, on Link U went and stayed after and saw it. Well, and, you told me not to. Yeah, I told you you weren't going to dig it. It was just, it's the fucking 20. Well, I told you too. I told the party you were with not to because it was, you went to the movies at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. So, of course, you're not going to stay and watch 15 minutes. It wasn't. It was like a... It got... It was a TV special. Movie got down like 1.30. Yeah, it was a TV special at the end of a movie. You know what I mean? It was like going to see... Um, well, what was the last Disney movie I saw? Uh, the Incredibles. And you got Bow. Remember that? Bow, or whatever it was, about the little dumpling? Oh, yeah. That was so stupid. That was awesome. I thought that was beautiful. That was awful. Oh, man. You're not artsy. That was beautiful. How about when... What was it? He She ate... The, the dumpling son that was amazing it was such a, it was beautiful beautiful and the production team feels that this movie needs to be seen in 3d to get how intense the animation is um, i'm not a big 3d fan no um i like 3d movies that are designed for 3d but i'm not going to get just see a movie in 3d because like a, a wand comes out of it like if it's not meant to if it's yeah. not shot in 3d cameras it's not for me uh but this one i think i'm going to see in 3d because uh the animation is wild, and I I would love to see like how immersed it gets. Like I want it to feel like I'm in like a VR, yeah. got like a VR headset on. That'd be amazing. So, is this like where do you stand with this animation? Like I'm, um, you're a Pixar animated guy. Yeah, you're not a and you're a Pixar and Lakai. You like both those. You're not a big anime guy. No. This is different. Where does this rank with with those? It's, it's kind of like in the middle. Yeah. Um. It does. Like I said, at first I wasn't a big fan of it. Looks great. Now that I've seen more footage, it really looks different. Yeah, this is it's the first of its kind. Uh, so I have a feeling that this, if I like the animation as much as I think I'm going to, it's going to be better than Lakai. Really? I think for me, it's going to be better than stop motion. But we'll see. I, I mean, I love what Lakai is doing. You made a mention about the characters that we're seeing. We've seen Peter Parker. seen Gwen Stacy. We've seen Spider-Man Noir. Mm-hmm. Prowler. Spider, I saw Sp- Prowler, um, Spider Ham, mm-hmm. Kingpin, Spider the Peony Parker, Scorpion, Green Goblin. It's a lot of characters. What do you think about the characters that they're using thus far, that they've shown? I love that we're seeing characters we've never seen before. Yeah. What do you think of the look on Spider? The ant, like he's kind of like the automaton. Do you know who Peony Parker is? I know of her. Okay, so Penny Parker in the Ultimate Universe is a Japanese girl who's adopted by Ben and May. Yep. Okay. Um, and she has like this relationship with like an android kind of biological, like Gundam kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, it's small. It's like a tiny Gundam. Um, and you kind of see that. That's the SP slash slash DR. That's what they call it. Um, I think that look is cool. I'm excited to see it. 
it's very anime. Like it's very like Sailor Moon in your face. Like, mm-hmm. haha, like peace signs and their eyes are closing, big smile. Um, I'm excited about that one. What do you think about, I got two more looks that I want to sh- talk about. And I know you want to talk Spider-Man Noir because you love Nicolas Cage. He's Mount Rushmore, your favorite <laughs> actors. I know it. What do you think of the look of Scorpion? It's okay. He's a scorpion. Yeah. Like that's awesome. It looks like he's straight out of Jason and the Argonauts or like Clash of the Titans. And he's coming to life. I, I mean, think- I always love the animated Spider-Man where he's like, in the big green suit. But you got to remember, this is the this is a parallel yeah. reimagining. I like that look, and I love the look of the Green Goblin. Yeah. He's got the little stocking hat on, but he's 7,000 pounds and like 12 feet tall. He's awesome. He's absolutely a goblin. What do you think about the Green Goblin's look? I like the ultimate look. Yeah, he's, he's really, really, really it's like cool. The Green Goblin had baby with the Hulk. Yeah, but bigger than the Hulk. Yeah. I don't even know, like... I don't even think there's a character. It's like if Clayface became the Green Goblin. You know what I mean? Like just how powerful and how huge he is. It's amazing. But what about the other characters that we see? Um, First look at Gwen Stacy. That's cool. She's super punk. Yeah. Like super works a Hot Topic, which is all right. It's cool. Um, Spider-Ham. Yeah. Do you, you know about Spider-Ham? I, I knew of Spider-Ham. He came out in like the 80s. Yeah. And I didn't know much about him until – Recently? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I thought Spider-Ham was Spider-Pig from the Simpsons movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Spider-Ham was a spider at one point. Yeah. And, and he got bit by a pig. No, no, no. He, he was His owner was working on like some kind of like hair dryer. Yeah. And spliced the DNA and the pig together. And then it became Spider-Ham. And he's super slimy. He's always drooling. Like, there's when they introduced him in the scene, he's wet. Yeah. Like, why is he so sticky? What's going on with Spider-Ham? W- where do you stand with Spider-Ham as far as spider characters? Is he your favorite? Um, it's different. I mean, his name's Peter Porker. I, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Peter Benjamin Porker, which is even better. Her homage to Uncle Ben. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a toy grab. Yeah. Spider-Ham is a absolute toy, gra- toy grab. He's in the new Spider-Geddon comics. He's... The Funko, they have like three Funko Pops of him. Of course, he he's going to feature in there. They can if they can get the craziest Spider-Man characters, they're going to get in there. What what else are you excited about with the characters? Spider-Man Noir, super dope. We talked about him in our very first Spider-Man, and like we both didn't talk. Like we didn't give our list. That's the best thing. Like we don't give our list of like top Spider-Man suits. And I think I broke the news on Spider-Man Noir, and I showed you the picture of him, and you were like, "Oh my god!" And then we both fangirled. When we found out Spider-Man Noir was coming out. And then we both fangirled harder when it was Nicolas Cage. Did you remember when we went to the awful Big Apple Con? Don't, they might be a sponsor. We went to Big Apple Con and it was fantastic. We had a great time and we saw Spider-Man Noir. That cosplay was badass. Yeah, and then I think we saw Spider-Man Noir at uh, Keystone Comic Con this year. Did we? I might have. You might not have been there on day one as uh, early as I was. Um, but I believe I saw Spider-Man Noir. And it was in the family that we saw the great at uh, Great Philadelphia Comic-Con where the father was um, M'Baku and the son was Moon Knight. Okay. Spider-Man Noir is part of that family. Oh, yeah? That's a family I want to be a part of. Um, but yeah, when they said it was Nicolas Cage, I was like, oh, my God. Honestly, 2018 is the year of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. He was Superman. He finally got to play Superman yeah. in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Mandy came out uh, and like revitalized. Like, it seems like Nicolas Cage needed money, needed money in 2018 because like he got three movies. And like, when was the last time you saw Nicolas Cage in three movies? No, three movies that made it to the theater. Yeah, because he he makes a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah they're he just does. not very good. He makes one word movies like that, like Redemption. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, God, uh, I'll tell you what isn't my favorite uh, season of which. It's definitely not my favorite. You know what? One of the all right, great. You, all right, so let's let me do my top three Nicolas Cage movies. Um, Gone in sixty seconds, in no order. Gone in sixty seconds. Con Air. National Treasure. I love National Treasure. I don't care what anybody says that Nicolas Cage is in it. It's awesome. No, that's, both of them are They're great. great movies. And it's a what Brockheimer, yeah. Brockheimer joint, and it's Disney, right? It's uh, John Turtletop directed it. That's a great name. Yeah. Turtle Top. That's a fantastic name. He, he just did Meg. Okay. All right. And we're getting a sequel. Yep. 
Um, is, please tell me Meg evolves into Megan. <laughs> and that's what we get. And the, the third one is Megan's List. Yeah. I'd be on point with that. Um, one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies? Weatherman. Oh, Weatherman. Oh. You ever see that? Yes. That movie is fantastic. You know what's even worse than Weatherman? Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, Wicker Man was bad. <laughs> oh, what about... um? God, when Nicolas Cage ran, it's been a while since we did one of these. Uh, what about Lord of War? That wasn't that bad. That wasn't bad, right? What's the worst Nicolas Cage movie? Like Port of New Orleans? No. With 50 Cent? <laughs> no. That one was actually really good. I know my least favorite. What? Drive Angry. No. Um, with a smoking hot Amber Heard. What? Actually. Smoking hot. Bad Detective Port of... Port of Orleans was great. Don't you dare. <laughs> that movie was fantastic. Who was his co-star? 50 Cent? Cur- Curtis Jackson? Uh, even Mendes. And 50 Cent. She also makes bad movies. That movie was fantastic. I'm not going to take your word on that. All right, you know what? Um, I'm not going to watch it. I was going to say, you watch Mandy, I'll watch this. I'm not going to put you through two hours of Mandy. But I've already put Chelsea through The it. worst Nicolas Cage movie has to be the one he did with uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh God! Um, where the it's like a home invasion movie. Yep. I don't even know. Like, I just know that the cover was stupid, and I didn't look. They both look. Ah, it was. I forget what it was called. It but doesn't matter what it was. That called. movie made history. Yeah, it made zero dollars, right? It made the quickest from theaters to DVD. Yeah, it was like two days. Like eighteen days. <laughs> you know what was the? You know what it beat? Gem and the holograms. No, from Justin to Kelly. Oh, with uh, Justin Guarini. And Lil Sweet. Yeah, I, I love him. You know, he's made the biggest transformation. Him and Sanjaya from American Idol are my two favorite people. Justin Guarini, who's now Lil Sweet. Sanjaya, Chris what, Daltrey. What's Sanjaya doing? Doesn't matter what he's doing. He's a beautiful man. I love Sanjaya. <laughs> All right, let's get back. All right, let's go back into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> let's talk the future, okay? let's. We're seeing all these characters. Yep. Not like eight, of them, eight or nine of them. Are there any characters you want to see in this Spider-Verse that we, ha- we haven't even seen yet? Silk. Yeah, Silk. Make my list. I ha- actually had, what, one, two? I have two. Three, four. Four, Silk actually. and character that I love, I keep talking about all the time. I think he fits in this cartoon. Rhino. Right, yeah. Rhino. But he would actually be a rhino. Like a, he was spider rhino, <laughs> like spider pig. That would be a really good one. But Silk, 100%. All right, so I'm going to start from the bottom because of suspense, right? <laughs> and now we're here. Silk, yeah, thank you, Drake. Uh, Silk, I want to see Norm- Norman Osborn, but not as the traditional Norman Osborn. I want to see him as the new Red Goblin oh. that they made in the early in the 2018 summer comics yeah. of Spider Man. I want to see that. Craven would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe towards the end as a secret scene, setting it up as the as the the second episode or second sequel, mm-hmm. the sequel. That's the word I'm t- looking for. Uh, but I want to see the symbiotes. Okay. We haven't seen it, and I would love if this is all connecting. I would love to see Tom Hardy as Venom in this, because it's all supposed to connect. Everything in this is about is the Spider Verse, right? Spider Man, um, Spider Man into Spider Verse made a cameo in Venom, like at the end. You know, obviously that last secret scene. Wouldn't it be cool to see Venom just voiced by Tom Hardy? Like you won't even have to know it's Tom Hardy, but like just to see, we haven't seen Venom. I would like to see a reimagined Venom too. What Venom would you? All right. So, would you rather see classic Venom that we're seeing in the Tom Hardy movies, or would you rather? Would you want to see Venom? Mm, I can keep it separate. Okay. What if we got Agent Venom? It would fit, but I, I rather if we're going to see Venom, I'd rather see classic. Okay. I'm hoping for Venom, not even as like Spider-Man Venom team up. I don't want that. What I'm saying is, we're going to see Venom just passing through. Like a shot of him, maybe that would be you know be really cool. Kind of like when you go through to the Speed Force and the Flash, mm-hmm. and you see like flashes of other shows. You saw like the John Wesley ship flash. Yeah. What if we see a flash of the live action Venom movie? That'd be cool. That would be a pretty cool animation trick that they would do. No, no. There's been a lot of superhero movies that have come out, Chuck. And this is gonna might have been the hardest question I've asked you all year on the podcast. Where do you think this is gonna rank amongst comic book movies that have come out this year? I don't think this movie is going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to make a ton of money. But I think it's going to be at the bottom for me. Okay. Yeah, it's fair. It's, it's an animated movie. Um, and uh, in, in terms of animated movies, let's start there. In terms of animated movies, I would put this 
it has the potential to be the best superhero animated movie of 2018 because just the way the animation looks and then the Easter eggs I'm going to be super excited for. But that's only been three superhero movies that made their um, theatrical debuts, right? So you got Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which is the bottom of the list for me, and then Incredibles 2. Not a comic book movie, but it's a superhero movie, so I'm putting it together. At the moment right now, I put it number two because I haven't seen it. It's already better than Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yes. It has the potential to be better than Incredibles 2. Maybe. Just because of we're familiar with all these characters, yep. and it's a new take on it. It's a new story, and it could shape a whole world. We don't know if uh, Incredibles 3 is happening. No. You know what I mean? So this could start a whole universe of that. Uh, in terms of comic book movies, live action and animated included, definitely towards the bottom because this year's competition is fucking stiff. Yeah. Black Panther, Avengers Infinity Wars, Ant-Man and Wasp, Venom, Aquaman. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool 2. That counts. Deadpool christmas 17 deadpool movies came out this year are you going to go see pg-13 deadpool once upon a christmas i might because i'll be able to take aj and that's the thing like that's a super smart move and plus any chance i get to see fred savage <laughs> i'm taking it man if oh my god if winnie cooper's in this i'm done i'm going i'm gonna have to go into kimono i'll put it at the bottom so let's let's talk at the the end of the the universe i said it could start a universe right what other Sony-owned Marvel characters would you like to see get an animated film? Any? I have one. Okay. I wonder if we have the same one. Probably not. Okay. It's more of a collect of characters. Ooh, Sinister Six. Yep. Because I don't think we'll ever see it live action. Hit me with your lineup. I think we're going to see it live action, and they're doing it in the Marvel Universe. I would love that. What, I, we, what, I don't... what do we got? We got, we got Shocker, Vulture. Scorpion, that's three. We're getting Mysterio. Yep. Uh, what's the other guy they have? Hydro Man, isn't it? I want Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, but we, they, we've seen that so many times. We've seen him and um, Sandman. And we've seen Rhino. We know we saw Rhino. But I don't know. Maybe Craven comes in. Maybe Chameleon. You start with there. They're all interchangeable. We get a Sinister 12. Yeah. Get Sinister 12 pack out of but, this. But give me your lineup. Hit me with a lineup that you would do animated style. Right uh, off the cuff. Doc Ock. Rhino. Can't do Green Goblin because he's enormous in this movie. Vulture. Vulture. That's three. Would you take Scorpion since we're, he's already established? Yeah, let, we'll do Scorpion. That's okay. four. Electro. Electro. Yeah, Jamie Foxx Electro. No. Or like Santa's little helper Electro where he's got- Yellow and green. Yeah, that's fantastic. And um, go with your boy, Chameleon. Yeah, I love Chameleon. No one likes Chameleon. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him, but I'll do him in there for you. I would go Craven, Doc Ock, Vulture, Scorpion, Mysterio, and Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone. Go old school. I don't think he was ever a member of the the Sinister Six, but I'm going to put him in there anyway. Ultimate universe, right? Here's what I'm thinking. Let, let me go back to a character that I think might make a cameo in this. Spider-Woman. Okay. Uh, because she was working for S.H.I.E.L.D. She's the person who- Jessica Drew. Yeah, she's the person who took Miles Morales to S.H.I.E.L.D. to get that black suit in the comics because he was prancing around in the red and blue one yeah. in po- uh, as an imposter superhero. And that means we could open up to all Nick Fury's and it could be – I mean it could be David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. It could be different. Oh, that would be awesome. It would be awesome. And then he does his Guardians of the Galaxy song they did at the end of it. Fantastic. Spider-Man Noir. He needs an animated movie. 1930s and the pe- whole noir 1930s great depression noir theme it can set up the future of noir universe because there's an entire universe luke cage noir luke cage noir punisher noir captain america noir oh my god it would be fantastic could you just imagine that that'd be so starring nick cage yeah i mean of course he they said that he uh did his voice off of what cagney and lacy I think I was reading that James Cagney. Yeah, I think that's what he uh, he. Took Cagney his and Lacey was a female. I know, detective. but I I know what Cagney and Lacey is. Thank you, Wikipedia. He took his his voice from the series Cagney and Lacey. I was I thought you meant more James Cagney because he was more of a. Well, yeah, absolutely. He's more of a '30s kind of yeah, like Dick Tracy villain. Yep. That if I were ever going to be a noir character, all I would do is watch the '80s Dick Tracy movie. I love that movie. So good. I you remember when they did the the baseball card stickers yeah, I, for dude, Dick Tracy? I had. Everything Dick Tracy back then. So when I was a kid, this is the craziest episode. We're talking Dick Tracy, Nicolas Cage. I guess it makes sense. Nicolas Cage is Dick Tracy. 
live action. Just I'm just saying it. That would be amazing. Um, where, where am I? Uh, my, my mind's blown, Chuck. Baseball cards. Okay. So at home at my mom's house and my parents' house, um, I would have had my own room. I was very excited. My brother and sisters moved to uh, their mom's house. And I got all these Dick Tracy cards, right? They were they were hand-me-downs because I wasn't – I don't think I was understanding what Dick Tracy was no. as, a, as a young boy. I had all these cards. I put them on the back of the door. They never replaced my door at home. It's still there. Really? Yeah, but now like I hit puberty and I was like, I want to have girls in my room. So I start peeling the Dick Tracy ones on. How many girls I had in my room? None. None. Not one. Not even like my like I don't. It was just me. Not even my lady friends. And nobody in my room. <sighs> Sucked as a child. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm I'm on board with a Sinister Six movie. That would be super crazy. And uh, Spider-Man Noir series, even if it was just an animated series. Like a TV show? Yeah. I'd be on board with that as well. But that's our preview, man. Yeah. Uh, do you think this wins its week? Yeah, oh, for sure. You think it makes like, uh, I'm going to say $75 million opening. That's a lot of money. Animated movies make a lot of dough. That's more than Wrecker Ralph. Yeah, but it was a sequel. Sequels don't always struggle. We know that. Yeah. Fantastic Beast opened strong, but didn't match. i say $59 million. $59 million. That's both realistic, both yeah. to, enough to win the week. I can't remember what it goes up against. Uh, we did the movies. Not Holmes and Watson, I don't think. The Holmes and Watson, I think, goes against Aquaman. No, Holmes and Watson, I think, is the week after. Like the 28th. Okay. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I definitely think it wins the week. So that's our preview. Um, I'm going to see it opening week. You're going to be in Disney. So you're going to... You're going to be all missing everything. Yeah. Studio Brown. We're going to have a brown out down in Disney. And speaking of Disney, while Chuck is in Disney, you can connect with Chuck. He's looking to meet some Florida fans. And last episode, Chuck said, if you're in the Florida area, driving from one tip to another tip of yeah, Florida is about eight hours. So if you are in the Orlando area yep. on what dates? December 11th to December 17th. Okay. December 11th to December 17th. Chuck Miller from the Active Geek Podcast, will be in the parks. So hit him on Twitter, or hit him on Instagram. He's got a new one. Chuck Miller is like Prince with Instagram. He's just changing his name. It was the artist formerly known as Chuck underscore Active Geek to the artist now known as Chuck underscore The Active Geek yes. to go with our Instagram, The Active Geek. And then Twitter, I mentioned Active Geek underscore. You can hit me up if you're in the New Jersey area. Just hit me up. Maybe we'll go to a diner. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Active Geek. You can find us on all the podcast directories. And make sure you support all of the Active Geek productions like Adventures of Binks and the Beards available on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and the Galaxy Wars Podcast. Every Monday, we just did Christmas Chronicles. Very excited about the I Christmas Chronicles. And it's good. It's good as shit. Everyone tells me it's good. It's amazing. Kurt Russell is a god. And then we're at, following that, we're going to review this movie. Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. Go see it. If you're not going to go see it, tell us why on Twitter, Instagram, everything. Hit us on the DMs. And uh, we'll be back next week as we get to talk one hour about Jason Momoa-led <laughs> movies. First time in our history that we get to talk about Jason Momoa for an hour. And I cannot wait. So for the Active Geek Podcast, I am Jim. I am Chuck. And we are out of the Spider-Verse.